0: statement that affected me greatly in a sort of mental way from physics, where they say the greatest influence of any experiment is the observer of it, yes? And so there was another statement someone sent to me recently, which is, uh, observation distorts what's observed. Yeah, so. And then in The Course of Miracles, they say, you and I give everything all the meaning it has that your thoughts don't mean anything, that the world doesn't mean anything, because all you're seeing is the past, basically, which is the thought system, yes? And so the future in the thought system is the past, it's a projection of the past, yeah? And so like when you, if you see that thing, it's memory that allows you to name it as a sewing machine, yeah? And usually, like in recovery, we talk about resentment, which means the refeel. which what is that, but a memory of a supposed feeling you thought you once had. And some more research says, as you sent me that thing, which is, when you're remembering something, all you remember is another memory. You never get back to the event, because it's not happening. Yeah. All we're remembering is memories. That's why when someone has a uh, like a, a traumatic head injury, they can lose their whole sense of self, and they get almost in a weird way the exact same thing. Seeing all these spiritualists are trying to get, arduously for lifetimes, they get it with a sudden whack. They lose all sense of self. Their brain's not building it. Their brain's not reinforcing it to the point where they don't even know who their wife is or their kids. There's no nothing. Yeah. They have to and they they've done a lot of research where when someone like that has gone under that situation, they put the electrodes and everything and the brain's just firing like working overtime to produce a sense of self. Yeah. So they have to learn, oh, this is your wife, and these are your kids, and you should feel something, you know? And you're like, it's basically sort of <laughs> like make uh, it till you make it, in a way, <laughs> because it's not being made anymore. It's not happening. So, this whole idea of, and what is this, how does this help you? Well, because. If you see what you're taking to be seriously isn't true, what will occur, you'll take it all less seriously. And in a way, that's how you travel lighter here. It's not learning how to travel lighter, it's just learning what's going on here. Like this great Zen master from Japan, Dojin, he had a statement, went on rather long, but I like the beginning of it, where he says, to study Buddhism is to study the self. Yeah? And to study the self is to forget the self. If you study the self, you'll be led to forget it because you'll get all the information you learn about the self will be distilled into one statement, I'm not that." You'll realize you're not, nor have you ever been, nor will you ever be, a long-lasting, independent, separate entity as your mental state is constructing. It's not so. Yeah. And so what happens is, if that is just entertained as just a mere possibility, we're not making a statement with no, no flesh and blood in it, where it turns into a dogma or a fundamental type, type of take. No, it's an invitation. What if you're not that? If you're not that, you'll lose interest in everything that's reinforcing that you are that. Yeah. One of the first and foremost things you'll lose interest in is the thought system. Because the thought system basically is about self-centeredness. That's the whole system. It's about picturing you as a body in the past and in in another past called the future so that it can remember you as a body now. That's what it's doing. That's why all the obsession with self is going on. There's an an agenda there. The obsession with self is, if there wasn't the obsession with self, there wouldn't be a sense of one. Because there isn't a sense of one without a lot of obsession around it. The sense of self can't produce itself because there is no self. It has to get produced. And the thought system is one of the major things of producing it by thinking about us in the past and thinking about us in the future and in the thought system we're pictured as a body. It's as simple as that. You're not going to go around it. So the guy was at the talk yesterday Monday night, I did one at a bookstore and he was saying the sense of being self arises in five hundredth of a second. So in time... There's no, no. You're never gonna find any practice or processes that's gonna outdraw the mental state putting up the facade of you as a body. But there's something that's always available at all times, right where you are, which is timelessness. And in timelessness, the gun is always drawn. It can never be beaten by the fastest gunslinger in manifestation because it's not. Doesn't have to take any time to pull the gun out. Yeah, it's whole, that's where the solution lies. The solution lies not relief for many of us in the same confines of the problem is processes and techniques and shit like that, but the real relief is prior to the bondage. It's prior to the problem, yeah. Yeah. From the real, from, not the real, but from the solution, so here we are, we seem to have a problem, or oh, we probably wouldn't be here. Something drives us crazy. Something fills our head all day with things about yesterday and tomorrow, and basically a lot of effects based on what's not happening. You know, you're totally flipped out by something that's not actually happening right now. Yeah, and it becomes an incredible habit where people are taking pills almost as a preemptive because they're not even there, but they're taking a pill because they're so sure they're going to feel something because they believe so ardently in the freaking fucking crazy weatherman up in your head. So all, I mean, you're wearing raincoats on the most lovely sunny day because yeah, it's good now, but wait, <laughs> wait, that fucking shoe's going to drop. You know, I mean, what a way to live! It's like you're, you're your own boogeyman. Yeah, <laughs> contract, 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 contract. After a while, contraction—the the, apparatus that's causing the contraction—isn't necessary because you're you're in it already. Yeah, one thought can do the work that it used to take maybe a hundred thoughts. Yeah, because one thought. <laughs> yeah. Contraction, it's like that, it's like a physiological experience of fear, but it's mentally produced. It's anxiety, mental anxiety, but it has a similar feeling of fear. Fear is a valid emotion. And what we're, a lot of times, when we're talking about fear, we're not actually talking about fear, we're talking about mental anxiety. Yeah? Fear is like, hey shit, the cop just pulled me over. Yeah? (laughs) That's fear, let's say. Because, you know, This is like, the cops are going to pull me over. That's not fear. That's anxiety. Yeah? You have to believe something that's not happening to allow that to occur. You are the main, main player. False evidence can never be real. Like we say in recovery, the, the acronym of false evidence appearing real for fear. False evidence to appear real has to appear real to something. False evidence can't appear real, because it isn't. But it can appear real to what's real. We can believe it, and therefore so it seems to be. As Jesus supposedly says, as as a man thinketh, so he is. As you believe, so it's, it's done according to your belief. They're constantly putting it out there. You don't have to look any farther than right here, right now, what's sitting here. This is where it is. This is where the seeming problem arises from, and this is where the real solution is. See, this is the beauty of it. We are the real solution participating in an, illusion, an illusory problem. Yeah? We are what makes seemingly so seem so fucking real by believing it. Seemingly so is what this place is. It has to appear to be true or false to what's true, which is us. We are reality. Like it or not, it sounds like a real bad yoke to fucking put on your shoulders, but you don't have fucking shoulders. You're not a body. (laughs) You're not a someone. You're not a someone as the center of the universe. You're the center of the universe seemingly appearing as a someone. And the, the appearance can continue, and it probably will, but a lot of your involvement can be disengaged yeah, And therefore you can rest and know the word serenity and understand peace and have a new attitude and a new outlook, you know, feel the power coming and flowing in, sense the conscious presence of what you would call God, which is just an alias for you, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? All of this stuff is available. We just put it off, and put it off, and put it off, and put it off, and put it off. But if you follow any of these things, all right, so that simple statement, observation distorts the observed, all right? So let's take that statement. So now you hear it, and I hear that. We've already distorted that statement. (laughs) Observation, yes? And then, okay, then we see, all right, I just did that, but that, again, but just like in all science and everything, they're never going to know what's knowing. They're not what's knowing. Mind is what's knowing, and mind will never be known. It's the source, it's, the, it's what, it's doing all the knowing there is, yet that knowing can't be turned on it. The eye is never going to see itself. Just like when St. Francis says, what's looking is what you're looking for, you're, not, you're never going to see what's looking, because you're watch looking. <laughs> Alright, so maybe you have a nice belief, and you're here, and there's a certain relief there, usually based on conditions, sometimes it goes or doesn't, vigilance, you've got to watch out. The, farther, the closer and closer you go back to you as the source, the more relaxed it becomes because you realize it's always available at all times, right, where you are with no requirement necessary to meet it, other than the ones you put up. So if you're willing, or something happens where you give up all these requirements, yeah, it's the incessant, you're going to be stunned into immediacy, because you are what you're looking for, just like St. Francis says, it's true. You and what's looking, which is what we are, is what we, as what we're not, are looking for. We believe it's in this person or that, this or that. But basically, life, if you live long enough, you're probably going to get disillusioned by all its offerings. Because even when you get full of its product, there's a sense of emptiness anyway, isn't there? All of that is love, because it's going to break... You're going to stop looking outside and then stop, stop looking, period. Because the looking is self-centeredness. That's looking, and that's a form of blindness, because you're seeing only the past. You are a reaction, a memory reacting to a memory, to another memory, to another memory, and with a voice box that kicks in and claims it to be you, basically. The you, and then it's not even good enough to get to you, because there'd be still millions of yous. So it crowns your this you as a me. The only me, the only me there is. I'm, gonna, I'm the most unique motherfucker you in this whole place. Yeah? Why? Because it's me. Oh, okay. Sure. But it's happy. These all these youths are being crowned as a me everywhere in all these seats and all of the seats out there and all the seats all of the seats in every restaurant on Clement Street, all the youths are proclaiming themselves. The mental states proclaim themselves as a me. They're being it's like the coronation every second. They're getting crowned. It's me, me, me. <laughs> 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 and every time I look at that somewhat me, I see it as a you. I never see it as a me. Yeah? So I never recognize it's queenness or kingness, and they never my never recognize my kingness or queenness because they see this as a you. I love to bake the dip with them. I had it until ancestry two years, lived in that drug and alcohol place. It was hilarious in hindsight. Because I walked in there. And they saw exactly what this you was, which was a junkie, you know, a drug addict and like that. And they had seen many of these U's had come through their door, and they knew exactly how to treat this you for it to get some, you know, to behave itself. But all the while I was receiving the instructions that was directed at the you, I was begging to differ. It's me. I don't belong here. These aren't my peeps, you know what I mean? What happened? How did I get up here? What a fucking s- s- coincidence. No, and so, every, for two years, they never deviated. They just saw me as you. You, you, you. And directing life based on the you looked a whole lot better than any time in my life when it was directed by me. <laughs> and I had a two-year fucking sample. It's very humbling. When I left, I said, Jesus, I hate these people. I don't like their rules. But I I have to say, they did a better job with my life than I ever did. (laughs) So where was the dilemma? The dilemma wasn't really in the you. It was in the me. The me. That obsession of self. Crowning a body to be something that it isn't. And then causing it to be held as the, the fucking... Center of the universe is way too much for anybody. Anybody. It's like putting three tons in a half ton pickup. The pickup can't carry the load. You cannot be all there is as a body. It'll just fucking drive the brain so neurotic. You know what I mean? You'll be convoluted and twisted into your selfing. I've seen masters of selfing, man. I have. You can say, you can say something that there's no way they could ever relate it to them to, to, to themselves, and they do it in about a half a second. So you say, "Oh, I remember these deers in Australia believe the Are they going to get into my you going to get my yard in <laughs> I, I timed it. It took a half a second. I said something that had nothing to do with her, and it was pertained to her in like a half a second <laughs> Every time I drove with her, I just go like this, I catch her every time spaced out. She thought I was so fucking intuitive but I could have done it any second of the day. <laughs> and she was out for lunch the whole time. I just went, like, oh, how did you know? <laughs> because she had a, her here was a mental here, and a mental here is just the relay point of there and then. It's all about tomorrow and, and, and uh, yesterday. There's no here in it at all, it's all made up. And that's what most alcoholics and addicts are trying to get out of, is the mental here. And actually, this here is the release. This is where the real solution is. That's why the steps are so incredible, because they t- make you take responsibility, and you finally show up to be here, and you realize, Jesus Christ, this is where the solution was all along. So if a clone, let's say there's a clone, yeah, and the clone has human programming. So the clone, it has pictures of a, his family, his imaginary family. He has memories that he just talked to him over the weekend, but it's a clone. It's a clone. And let's say something happens, and there's indisputable evidence, an avalanche of evidence to the clone, that it's a clone. There's no way in freaking hell he can dismiss the obviousness that it's a clone. But what happens is, what's going to receive that message of being a clone is the human program. So the myth that always goes up is the myth of self. Everything everything that comes into your life and goes out of your life is framed by self-centeredness. Framed as a body. And you're not going to As a body, you're never going to outdraw it. You're never going to get out of a body as a body. There's no way in hell. And you're not going to make the body spiritual. No fucking way. It's insanity, really. We're so identified with what we're not, We believe what we are is an attribute we can acquire. What we are is spirit, and we now make it into an attribute we couldn't acquire called spirituality, which is going to be tried try to be grafted onto what? A brain-body character. It's like mixing water and oil. They're not gonna go. A thing is not gonna become a non-thing, as a thing. (laughs) It's not gonna happen. You may look like you have all these experiences, but the bottom line is still, that frame is still the coming and going. That's still the border guard, yeah? That's what's checking everything that comes in. It's like the first video we ever did was the sheep and lion, because I got to see this, 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 this format. So you hear the message, you're a lion. Yeah. And some people like it, some people don't. So. And it's not, I'm it's just an example. It's not the message is that you're a lion. You know what I mean? so, <laughs> but you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. You're, a lion. you're like, yeah, hey, I love it, yeah, I love it. But then it goes in here, and this ear is configured as a sheep. <coughs> yeah? So the only way the sheep can hear about being a lion is I can become like a lion. That's not the message. Yeah? So this is what happens with the body identification. You hear this message, and then there's a feeling that you're getting it, and that you that's represented by that statement is a body. That's not the message. That's not it. It is, in a way, because then you'll see how quick this frame is. And when you see that then you're having a sample of timelessness, and that sample goes a long, 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 long way in time. It can make such a dent in you that you'll never forget it. And now the gig is up, basically. Now you have seen what you seemingly were always looking from. You now see it. You see it as an imaginary reference point constantly being implied, assumed, reinforced, insinuated by this mental process of self. It's like in Zen they talk about there's the pointing and there's the moon. In this case, there's not a moon. There's just tons of pointing. So the thought system points to you as a body all day, all day, all day, and the mind makes the leap into the identification as that, or it doesn't. One is freedom, one is bondage, basically. That's it, basically. The mental state is inviting... The same invitation's been giving us to, since we started to have language when we were about two or whatever, that you're a thing. Yeah. That, same, that same invitation's there. Yeah, And then the same antidote to that invitation is there. One is not true and one is true. One is real and one can appear to be real to what's real. Yeah, That's why the dilemma is identification as. What's real has to become identified as what it's not to make what it's not seem real. It has to, because we're the only reality. We're the only reality. Without us believing what's, what we take ourselves to be, we, there would be no taking ourselves to be that. We're the reality. We're the thing that makes everything seem to be so. Because we're the only so-ness there is here. Truly. Yeah. Tell me, tell me anything that's behind these statements. The observation distorts the observed. Every, the biggest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. Everything is a pretty inclusive statement. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. So in a sense, obviously nothing has any meaning. Yeah? We're the only... And we're not a thing. We're the only non-thing that can lend meaning to anything. Yeah. And it doesn't start here. This has been given a meaning. This body has been given a meaning of being a me. Yeah. When it was maybe produced to be a you, the mental state has taken it to another location, to a me, where it plays God from. That's what it does, doesn't it? It plays God in its own little amphitheater, its own little porno theater. (laughs) Instead of Debbie doing Dallas, it's Bray doing Dallas, or being Bray being done by Dallas. It's just the whole thing switches up. It's like it tries to mimic what actually is true. You are the center of the universe, but it now says as a body you're the center of the universe. Yeah? You're all there is but in a world of separation with zillions of things, instead of the fact, you're all there is. Yeah? But it tries to mimic what the qualities of what we really are is like, but mimic it and attribute it to somehow this fucking body. Yeah? So the reign of this God is going to be maybe 80 years. And it's a very powerless God, as we know. That's the frustration of a God with no power that we go through every day. When are people going to get the fucking memo? (laughs) Do what I want, and we'll all be happy. It's like trickle-down economics. If I'm happy, you should be, because I'm happy. (laughs) And everyone's thinking the same way. (laughs) No matter how I try to see you as a me, I'll never do it. Because this me is, is very unique, separate, long-lasting, and independent. There is no other me to be found other than this one. So I can have sympathy for you, empathy, but not truly. <laughs> Just see it, man, see. How could you ever be the thinker of the thoughts? How could you ever be? The thoughts are just potentialities. It's like a giant cloud, you know, like in the computer. There is no cloud over Des Moines, you know. There, it isn't like a fucking 40-acre cloud that has giant, like, files. <laughs> tons of information. There's no need for a, a cubicle for information. It's all, it's all, everything's there. Everything's there. And we provoke, and, be, and we're like a beacon to bring things into expression. We are. That's what we do. That everything is just a freaking possibility. And yet it can become seemingly something through us, by our beliefs. Yeah. So you can produce heaven or you can produce hell. Just like I used to say, you drop an alcoholic into heaven, it'll be hell in a day. Because they'll find some fucking fault in themselves or something else. You know, It doesn't matter where you take an alcoholic, they'll still be an alcoholic in a sense. But if your interest and attention can can be withdrawn, and how it happens with me and happened with me, was I lost interest in what was reinforcing self because I lost in, an idea or a possibility downloaded into me that I'm not one. Yeah? And I remember it so clearly, one of the biggest demonstrations of it is I did these workshops in recovery every Monday night, and I spoke out of How It Works every fucking Monday night, that chapter in the big book, and one night something happened to me and I looked at the word self and I saw it as a foreign installment and that's when my real relief began. Because as soon as I saw it wasn't it, it w- was me, the next, the next possibility that was always pregnantly available but I couldn't access it, the next possibility that came right into my noggin was I can be free from it. And as soon as I entertained that, I realized why I wasn't getting free from it, because I was trying to be free as it for all those fucking years. I was identified as what was driving with what was driving me crazy. So I wanted to take that to get it, to get relief. And it doesn't. A parasite's not going to change its tendencies. The snake's going to bite you, be it nice or not nice to you. Or being you nice to this or not nice, it's still going to bite you because its nature is a snake. The parasite of selfing is parasitical. It doesn't have a life. It gets yours. Where is its access point? It's in the thought system. disrupt its like supply line yeah it would be taken less seriously and you'd travel lighter. if you if you could cut off some of its supply line yeah by seeing hey these may be alcoholic thoughts wow so they're not mine no oh fuck I feel much better now yeah well let's take it even farther none of them are yours oh, fuck, really oh yeah you're not beholden to those freaking thoughts yeah You'll be holding here if you act on them. That's what happens. If you're sitting in a meeting, and every, if you were in a meeting of recovery, and everything that was being broadcast up there went on the loudspeaker, you'd fucking leave. I mean, people were judging, fucking tons of fucking people, in the, whatever, in their heads, yeah? <laughs> but up there, it, it's nobodies. They're just thoughts. But if they compel an action, that person that you do the action to will never forget it even though, let's say I'm with someone, which I never do, you know, somebody in a relationship, and I'd oh, love to kill her, you know, tons of times, yeah? But it, nothing, it never finds any traction into the world, so it's like no, one, it's, no one's the wiser, you know? No, there was no owning of it. But if I act on it, that person, my girlfriend, will never forget it, that I said I wanted to kill her. Yeah? It will have an impact here. Much more so than the impact it's having up here, because here it's not owned yet. But if you take it to an action, then you become beholden to it. Thoughts are thoughts. I'm never surprised by any kind of thoughts. It's like, I thought I was done with them. You're never fucking done. You're a receiver transmitter, yeah? And sometimes some weird shit from 1983 drops in. You're like, what the hell? It's like the satellite finally picked up something that was behind an asteroid. Oh, I hate that, you know, person. You're not beholden to fucking any of it. It leaves absolutely no impression. Other than other than what you'll give it by acting upon it. Then there'll be an impression. This isn't about any like anything like that. It's just having a recognition. Maybe you get a fleeting glimpse, but the fleeting glimpse may lead to a complete realization of its absoluteness. Yeah? That it's always available at all times, right where you are. No matter what the hell is being said or perceived or felt or this or that. None of it, none of it can move that an inch. Yeah. It's all huffing and puffing and nothing gets blown down. You are inherently what you have been the whole time. No heinous act you've ever done will ever erase that. There'll be never a mark left on your pristine sky by every or any cloud that passes <coughs> through. Never, never. Yeah. There you have it. You know, just an imitation. If you take everything back, let's say feelings. But what's feeling can never be felt, ever? Seeing. What's seeing can never be seen. Hearing. What's hearing can never be heard. Tasting. What's tasting will never be tasted, ever. This eye is never going to be able to move quick enough to see itself. You are what you're looking for. Going to a temple or Walmart, it doesn't really matter. If your inclinations is you feel better at a temple, far out. You'll feel better as an apparatus. If your inclinations is you like to shop, you'll feel better at Walmart, especially on a sale day. It's really, that's how it goes. Everything that's swinging is, 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 you're it. You're the axis. You're the freaking axis. Yeah. You could do whatever, you know, like in spirituality they'd have saints' lives and then they would, you would go over how the saint was and then a lot of people would try to mimic what that saint he or she did and they thought, if I did what he did and lived where he lived and ate what he ate and had what he had, which was usually not much, then I would be like him. But that's not the way it goes. The being is not arrive that by doing and having. Yeah. And the being can express itself in some insane doing and having. And if you map it out like a, like a, like a GPS, Google GPS, step by step, I'm going to do exactly what he does, have what he has, read what he has, and then expect it's going to produce what's not produced, it fucking won't happen. Yeah. The being will call its own tomb if it wants to express one way, sort of like a saintly person, it will. If it's a fornicating bastard, it will do it that way. And there's all branch of Buddhism called crazy wisdom, where they, they're real. you know, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Now, a lot of people have taken advantage of that. <laughs> but there is truth there, too. You can't map out, oh, that's, I need to go there, do that, and then I'll arrive where he is. You can't arrive there. You're there already. Yeah. What would be arriving there is what's <laughs> what the arrival point would be arriving there. So as you were going, you'd be there the whole time, and when you arrived, you'd be there. And then, when if you thought you left, you'd still be there <laughs> because wherever you are, that's where it is. You can't fucking escape it. <laughs> <Are> you already. <laughs> Is it going to change the act- action figure? You can ask people who are close to me. probably not. <laughs> that, that, may be, that may be beyond its scope here. <laughs> but I don't think that's the intended thing. If perfection was supposed to be here, it would look different than here. <laughs> I think this is just the way it's going. But you can sort of travel a lot lighter and be used quite a lot yeah? to benefit others. Quite a lot, against your will a lot of times, yeah. you'll be used beautifully. and then maybe as the action figure, you feel motivated by the incredible something that it leaves as residue in you, and then you attempt to try to live accordingly as the action figure. But look at what happened with Bill W. You know The message came through him. And he had a bitch of a time trying to live it, because that's sometimes the case this is never going to align itself with what is because this ain't <laughs> You know. <laughs> so. I'm stoked how many years have you seen me? I'm always excited about this <laughs> just stoked by it because I'll tell you it wasn't looking good for a way out out here <laughs> it really didn't <laughs> And I I think what motivated me to get loaded was pretty authentic. Tell you the truth, something Mm -hmm. was not kosher. Mm -hmm. I just (laughs) I tried to transcend an imaginary place, though that was the dilemma. Mm -hmm. If this was a real place, you could probably leave, but you can't leave because it's not real, you know. The leaving is realizing it's not real. That's how you leave here. The way you experience truly that statement in AA which says the problem will not exist for you, that condition, if it's to stabilize, has to go to another point, and that is the problem doesn't exist as you anymore. You'll have experiences it doesn't exist for you while it's existing as you, but for that to stabilize, you have to see that it's not you I believe anyway. You know what I mean? The, ex- the the relief will be circumstantial and conditional still, where the other relief is always available at all times. Doesn't mean it's 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 access all the time, but it's always available at all times. Yeah, with no requirement necessary. There's no way you have to behave. You know, unless there's ways you have to behave this conditioning is a certain way. Like for me, I can't act out in certain areas because it doesn't work out at all. It's just the way this is built. Other people can, and they're fine. And then I can do other things other people can't. It's just the way it goes. So, yes, that's it.